the following are seven real examples of responses to people who show their aversion to undercooked meat online. These examples are read by me. <laughs> Enjoy your well done shit, dude. <laughs> delicious medium rare while you have been chewing on a well done sandal for the last hour so kindly shut the fuck up are you being five years old <laughs> we eat medium rare not like you eating well done kiddo <laughs> I feel sorry for people who don't understand good food. <laughs> Came here for the undercooked comments from the gutter palates of the masses. <laughs> Not disappointing. <laughs> Alright, so those were seven examples of raw meat-eating dickheads who love undercooked meat, which is great, you know, to each his own, but eating undercooked meat doesn't make you more sophisticated. I like my coffee like I like my women. Strong, black, and a little bitter. <laughs> is that right? Eh, not necessarily. But I'm just saying I'm particular about the way I drink my stuff. Uh -huh. More so, however, about the way I eat my stuff. Meaning, there are some things that I just will not compromise about. Eggs, don't fucking give me them. Uh-huh. Pepper, don't fucking kill the food with it. Uh-huh. And for fuck's sake, if you're gonna cook a steak, make sure it's not like jello and dripping red liquid, you fucking animal, you. Uh -huh. There is an idea of a show. A working concept. A finished product. This is the beginning. Perhaps of something great, but until we reach that goal, this is simply a big, bogus podcast. <laughs> I uh, have not mastered an intro yet. Not yet. Clearly. I'll get it, though. I'll figure it out. I'll figure out my catchphrase. <laughs> anyway, my name is Mighty Blackwood. This is Big Bogus Podcast, and this is my conscience. We're here together. Say hi. Hi. All right. So um, this past weekend, I was told by a child, 12 years old, Oh, you must be lonely uh, doing a podcast talking to yourself. And I'm like, shh, be quiet. It's not for children. It's not for you. I don't mind if you don't get it. Uh, besides that, I exist as much as Santa Claus exists. Exactly. Anyway, I'm not lonely. I'm bored. Too, too bored. And today I got time for those who don't like to cook their food all the way. All right, so uh, we're going to start off this motherfucker right here by saying, first of all, much respect. I appreciate the entrepreneur, the, uh, the the entrepreneurial spirit. 
Um, it is because of this that the world has the Michelin Guide. Let it be known, today's episode is not a critique of the Michelin Guide. Nope, not at all. Okay. In the 1900s, two brothers with a tire-making business for cars, vehicles, uh, decided they wanted to sell more tires, so they published a useful guide and fucking gave that shit away. Creative marketing. Um, their names were Edward and Andre Michelin. And, you know, they came up with a great fucking idea. Oh, wonderful know? idea. Show people the roads and things to do on the road. Um, you know, increase the demand for cars and, as well, increase the demand for tires so they can make more money. And Good on them, you know what and, I mean? And vastly enrich the lives of commuters, but yes. But, um, incidentally, these two motherfuckers would be more influential on the planet than perhaps they had hoped or ever dreamed <laughs> or imagined. Okay. Here's why. Why? Why? Well, you know, one thing led to another, and then eventually they started focusing on, um, restaurants and foods and, uh, making people pay for the magazines <sighs> or the, uh, the guide. And then... And then... And then... In efforts to be recognized by this prestigious guide, cooks and chefs started losing their fucking minds and being uh, one-dimensional. Well, let me just get right down to the heart of the matter here. I think um, what I've noticed uh, as a trend in the cooking space is that the fancier motherfucker thinks he or she is at cooking, um, the less this person actually tries to cook because all the cooking is done for the presentation. People eat with their eyes. Do tell, go on. If you are cooking a steak and you cook it until it's fully cooked, mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't look really beautiful, you know, it doesn't look pretty. Clarify. Well, we're we're attracted to the lighter colored meat because it just looks more appetizing that way. Um, but the, th the thing is that I'm really trying to say, um, cooks, chefs, they really try to make a great presentation. It's like... This it's, better be good. You're showing flowers. You want a colorful flower. You don't want a dark, uh, dim-looking flower because it's just not as appealing. So if they're trying to attract attention from a food critic, they want to make the meal as presentable as possible. And there's the fucking problem. There's where the trend um, makes people cook like shit. This is a biased opinion, but okay. Because it's like... Even a child knows. Like, if your granny cooks <laughs> some kind of meat, um, she's going to flavor it nicely, and it's going to be fully cooked. She's likely not going to cook it for presentation, you know what I mean? It's all about the flavors. But chefs, they don't give a fuck about flavor. They're like, oh, the flavors in the meat, oh, the juices, the juices. And it's like, um, okay, so how do, you, how do you achieve the flavor of the meat and the juices? You don't fully cook it, and you take the temperature, or you get used to how much, how long you have to cook it until it achieves a certain temperature, so the germs are gone, and then you serve it like that. And then because they think they're fancy, then the customers are like, oh, that must be right. Oh, it's not necessarily wrong. And it's dead wrong, because the more fancy a motherfucker is, think about this shit, the rawer and rawer the food. I definitely do. So it's like, um, you go from eating rare steak to eating raw meat and calling it, oh, it's, it's tartar, steak tartar. And then you're eating raw fish eggs and, oh, it's caviar, it's caviar. And then you're eating all types of nasty shit um, just because, you know, it's more exclusive and it's been prepared by some cunt who thinks he's fancy. <laughs> 
You know, I used to make this joke um, as a kid. Uh, when you go into a fancy restaurant, it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these guys um, eventually start serving like shit on a plate. <laughs> it's like garnishes and stuff like that. Um, I won't be surprised if in some part of the world, they're like drinking shots of jizz. No, no, um, no, no, Because no, it's, no, it's no. a delicacy. No. Oh, it's a delicacy. People are out of their fucking minds, yo. Um, they'll do anything for attention, as we can tell from um, the internets. Um, and the Michelin star Michelin is the reason these cooks and chefs are doing some outlandish shit and getting away with it. We cannot blame the Michelin guide. I mean, look at cheese. There's a place in the world where you can order cheese that has fucking live maggots in it. Oh, okay. I mean, where's the line, you know what I'm saying? Where is People the line? People ate that because they were poor. I mean, forgive my pronunciation, but I think it's called Kasu Martsu. And this fucking cheese with maggots in it. People, yo. That, that has um, nothing to do with the Michelin unpa- guide. Unpasteurized food and raw, raw undercooked food is not okay. You're beginning just to not sound okay. extremely distressed. Yeah, I think you're right, because I am. Um, put it this way. I really like Gordon Ramsay. I like the way he screams at people on his shows. I watch every single television show he's ever come out with. I watch his Christmas specials. And then recently I started seeing an ad on the internet about his master class in cooking. And then he's talking about how to make the perfect egg toast. And he cracks this fucking Splits. disgusting uncooked egg over like some beans or some shit. I believe it was toast. potatoes. And it's like, really? That's how you masterfully make an egg toast with, with, with fucking dripping nasty egg yolk all over the <laughs> Maybe it's just because I don't like egg. I don't know. But, but what I'm saying is that... Um, Cooks are trying less and less to actually cook just because, you know, I, I think they're bored. I, I really think they're bored and they're searching for new ways to present their food, um, if you can call it that. If, if you can call it that. But um, these are all very personal, very uninformed opinions. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the sad thing really, though, is that people take their cues from professionals. Leadership is good. Um, so we're really going with the flow of things. And um, here is a glaring example of how, you know, fucked up things happen all the time. And we just, you know, go with the flow. Uh, lobster. It's like a really high quality, you know, to get a good lobster nowadays, you're going to spend a few dollars, right? Sure. There was a time when lobster was like fucking for, 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 uh, for poor people. You know, rich people wouldn't touch that shit. Um, uh-huh. uh, you, you might as well have been eating rats <laughs> back then. Um, well, the ebb and the flow of popular culture. Glad to see you're coming around. Uh, nowadays, if you're sophisticated, you're eating lobster. And if you're sophisticated, you're high, basically... High class. It's like people just want to run away from what is ordinary just to show that they're... they're um, they're of a higher station, and they have refined tastes. Well, you can't tell people how to eat. Yeah, yeah, maybe not, but you can't argue back when someone is doing something you know is wrong, like eating undercooked meat and telling you that they're better for it than you are. The argument is always, oh, you're eating tough meat, it's, it's too well done, you're eating, you're chewing on a sandal. It's like, no, if you know how to cook, you know how to cook. You're not going to cook something that's tough like a fucking sandal. You're going to cook it well and season it properly. So, what are we really trying to say? Well, we're really trying to say people are being bamboozled by what looks great, but might not necessarily be tastier. I mean, you eat for nutrition, sure, but 
You also eat for taste. So, are we saying that, pardon the expression, a seasoned chef might not necessarily know how to cook for taste? Uh, let, let, let me stop you right there. Um, let me just get out of the way, first of all, that, yeah, I acknowledge that there are cultures on the planet where, you know, people do eat raw meat. You know, Japanese people eat sushi, things like this. But um, sushi is not exactly something you eat for, you know, the flavor of spices and shit. And that has a history that has nothing to do with spices. So that's not what I'm talking about. Let me just get that said first because I didn't cover it. Uh-huh. However, uh-huh. I am talking directly at Western motherfuckers who think that, you know, they've reached the epitome of cuisine by undercooking their meat to appreciate the fine flavor. I mean, we're not animals. <laughs> we don't eat raw meat. Um, we cook meat for a reason, and we develop cultures of seasoning meat to make it taste better. Um, reverting to this rustic, oh, you know, basic bare bones type of eating is nonsense. It's a fad, and, you know, I, I, I just get fucking pissed off when I see people online cutting into, I know it's not blood, but it looks like blood, but they're cutting into this juicy, uncooked meat. You know, and I say uncooked, meaning it's not fully fucking cooked until all that red is out of it. You know, it's basically like you're cutting into a live animal. And they're, oh, it's, oh, it's so delicious. Oh, that's, that's the way I eat my meat. It's like, why? Fucking why? Would you do that at home? If you do, I wouldn't want to eat at your home. Um, and also, you have to put a lot of trust in someone that they actually cooked it right to temperature. Otherwise, you're just going to put worms into your body. Or, you know what I mean? It's fucked up. And people are so ignorant in defending this stance. I well, just don't get it. well, to each his own or her own, and uh, you're defending your stance. So, what is the difference? Uh, the difference is, these fucking people who eat meat like that, they act like cooking your meat fully is some kind of a fucking crime, and they act like they're your dad and you're the child, and you should just shut the fuck up because eating undercooked meat is the only way to do it. That's the fucking problem. And I think these people um, should just get an earful of my opinion because I have no time to argue except for, well, right now. <laughs> All right, so what's the takeaway here on this undercooked meat situation? Eating undercooked meat is fucking pretentious. It's goddamn pretentious. And yeah, you have a right to eat your meat <laughs> however you want to eat it. Uh, but you should just not be so fucking uh, disrespectful when someone looks at that raw meat and says, gross, that's raw. You should just try to understand that you're being a fucking pretentious cunt um, by, you know, propagating this gospel of the raw meat. Um, that's there's, there's absolutely no no reason. Well, well, well there, there is a nah, reason. Nah, there really is no reason. All right, picture this. Um... Why is it that if, you know, someone prefers his or her meat underdone, um, why do they always put salt and pepper on the thing? I mean, if the meat's so delicious, why season it at all? You know what I mean? Why, why is it because seasoning makes it better? <laughs> Don't you think well-seasoned, properly cooked meat would taste better than under-seasoned, underdone meat? Um... Clearly they don't, because they have no fucking taste, in my opinion. Um, I have never tasted a piece of, you know, rare or medium-rare meat that could even compare to well-seasoned, 
properly, and by properly I mean fully cooked meat of the same grade. Never ever once. It always tasted like fucking acid burning my tongue. Um, it, it just doesn't compare, and I think people should stop their nonsense already. God damn. So this episode is not to shame anyone who prefers medium rare or rare meat. However, if you're a culinary cunt who loves to shame people for eating ordinary stuff, food is like fashion. The tides change all the time, so you're fucking silly. Quite silly. There is an idea of a show, a working concept, a finished product. This is the beginning. Perhaps of something great, but until we reach that goal, this is simply a big, bogus podcast.